Get Into Gate. This is episode 67. We're talking Stargate SG1. We are into season four. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the rest of the full team of Get Into Gate, we have Maddie. What's up? Brendan. Hello. And Reese. Yeah, g'day, guys. If you are new to the show, welcome along. Get Into Gate is three Stargate veterans. We're uh, introducing a newbie to the show, Reese. You're that newbie. We're watching hey, each mate. episode yeah, guys. with you for the first time, hey, giving mate. us a look through some fresh eyes. Maddie, Brendan, and I. We're talking about the show then and now, how it holds up, and uh, yeah, a bit it's of nostalgia. Holding up all right. It is going all right. We're four, well, now into the fourth season. Small victories, and uh, well, before we uh, get too much into it, let's get into what the actual synopsis reads mm. on the DVD. SG-1 is called upon to help a race of gentle, highly intelligent aliens struggling against a swarm of ravenous, deadly mechanical spiders called replicators. Spiders. But the situation becomes Sorry, much more complicated when a lone more replicator is discovered in the most unlikely of places, back home on planet Earth. In my ass. Okay, before we go did to Robert Did Robbie Cooper write that too? He mu- who the, the right, this, Honestly, did they have to like... That's the feel most out confusing a certain thing amount ever of heard. like sentences. Like they've it's got like, three and a half here. It's like instead of SG one is called to help the Asgard. Yeah, it's like the Asgard are a secret name that you can't tell anyone until yeah. they see the episode. Yeah. Although there was that bit right at the end when Daniel's like, "Oh, th- them, they, 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 they're, they're fine." So, they're it's like really not everyone there has clearance to know about the SGC. Oh, I was wondering yeah. about that. I was like, that was because I was thought fun. it was kind of like a uh, Captain Doctor. Type deal. Oh, and no, I feel like he wasn't allowed to say uh, okay. Asgard. Right. Asgard. Even yeah. though everyone saw him just disappear out of the screen. Right? Very weird. <laughs> mm. So, Reese, what do you think? First time, season four, we're into it. We go to the Asgard world. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. When, um, because Maddie brought in his uh, little replicator model the other week. I brought it in again this week as well. It's in the room again. Mm. Yeah, I was like, why is it a different colour? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't realise that when I bought it. I was like, oh, yeah, they, they're oh, originally this purple. This isn't purple. This is weird. Yeah. you got to go to another drawer to find a big purple thing of mine that I keep at home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cut that out. Eggplant. We're not going to cut that <laughs> out. We can cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't. <laughs> it's another video on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love the adaption from, from Into Space to On Earth. And the adaption that the that the replicators, you know, just use what's around them and blah blah blah. Mm. Given the the action in the episode, I don't think there was too much to it. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the whole the queen replicator thing, Bug. and yeah. yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say I about think, it. Really, um... <laughs> <laughs> it was thinking about oh, it now, like it wasn't a. In terms of microphone off, and we'll just chat amongst ourselves. Um, I think that's something Mate, that Stargate, <laughs> Stargate do better than anyone else is ride that line between like there's an episode in I think maybe like season 10 and it's like the first half of the episode they're in like this you know medieval town and there's sword fighting and all this sort of stuff going on Mm. in the mud and then five minutes later like we're in the most epic space battle you've ever seen right and it's so it's kind of like this is like the precursor to that it's like we can have this really sort of dingy you know we're inside a Russian sub it's all cramped and you know running around for me that was the boring part of the episode was all the stuff on the sub I loved the Carter and Thor stuff but, um, but yeah, it's interesting the way they can balance it so well to have all that stuff in the sub, but then be in just the most fantastical setting when we go to like this Asgard planet mm. and we see the O'Neill being, you know, constructed and, and this amazing mm. planet and this space battle that all kind of takes place on like a, like a DOS screen basically. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Got. Just, was, do you think they actually, a little bit of money, but do you think they actually filmed that on a sub? Yeah, yes, they did. That is a nice. that is a real the, Russian uh, Foxtrot class submarine. And the shot down the torpedo tube, mm. or whatever that is, 
Martin Wood goes, all right, we need to get a guy down there with the camera. <laughs> and the gu- and the camera guy was like, claustrophobic. He's like, nah, I'm not f- doing it. And then the camera B guy was like, nah, no way. So he goes, all right, I'll do it. Really? Climbs into the, all the way down that pipe with the camera. They go, all right, shut it. <laughs> and he goes, shit. I'm, I'm never getting out of yeah. here. <laughs> like, that was his first thought. I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> and then he rolled the camera. Just shoot you out. They, and then he banged on the thing. They opened it, did the take, and he goes, all right, that was good. Uh, cut. And then they shut it on him again. Oh, and he's like, no, oh, no. Shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, I only want one take. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. That was, a, that was a real Russian sub. They're actually on a goodwill mission to Canada at the time. So they were able to oh, get yeah. access to this this real Russian sub. It was actually called the Blackbird. It was actually, that was its that was its real name. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. And then a little bit of fun, I thought that I think, because Mitch referenced it quite a bit, is the hunt for Red October. What? Do I? Yeah, you seem to mention it a bit. Maybe not here. I don't know. Maybe just in general. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> look. So maybe again, not, with uh, maybe not in the this hunt podcast. for Red October. <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's September. What's next month? Red October. Like other all the time about how they they pan because they're speaking Russian and then they pan in and then they pan out. Oh and yeah, I reference. English. I'm like it's that and Valkyrie. Like I've mentioned it as a, like oh they do it in that film. I don't I know feel that like I mentioned in the, last the six all months, the time. I've heard you reference it like five times. Okay, that's just me. Okay, anyway. yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just I'm, we're speaking about like submarine movies or content. I don't know. Yeah. That you five seven one. Anyway, <laughs> or, uh, or the great sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you five seven two. <laughs> the Beatles film clip. <laughs> Oh, you know. <laughs> Fine, I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to do it. No. A great sequel. Oh. Um, what else has a sub? Batman. Oh, Batman. 1966. Yeah, yeah. Movie. That's what reminded me of this when they were climbing on board, trying to get the kill the replicators. What reminds you of Batman, Maddie? When it comes to Stargate. No, he's had enough. <laughs> Maddie loves the Stargate Origins. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Dare. What about the <laughs> Russian sailor f***ing Rick Moranis looking motherfucker? Wasn't he weird? <laughs> Rick Moranis looking motherfucker. Yeah, and just gets owned by that replicator. Yeah. Just the replica bug just comes out and just, I want to say, like, comes on his face. Pretty much. I want to mm. say it. Yeah. Stevens. Well, you you just did. twice. Well, <laughs> I want to say it. Um, nah, don't. <laughs> now, something something fun that starts. Not a sexual build up, but just aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it was mechanical. Something fun for this season that actually makes our jobs a lot easier is um, audio commentaries. There's now audio commentaries on all the DVDs from the directors and actors and, and producers and all that sort of stuff. I better write that down. I forgot to do that. Oh, so it's, it's good because it, it's kind of less work for us, but it's also more work for us because I now have to watch the episodes like three times. So I have to listen yeah. to it an extra time with the audio commentary. But um, they do point out a little funny in-joke that they have um, just with that um, Rick Moranis looking mother-father. <laughs> This is a real Russian sub, and these are real Russians. Um, we shot this uh, is a Russian foxtrot submarine. you got to listen to this part. They speak Russian all the way through it, except this one spot where he says, where the Russian says, what is it? And this guy says, maybe it's one of the bugs from another episode, from the other episode. And there's, that's one of the reasons we didn't have a translation in there was because we kept them in Russian the whole time just so we could put that joke in there. So only the Russians got that joke. But if you listen yeah, okay. carefully, you can hear actually say episode. Episode. 
That's funny. That's Cause, funny. Because yeah, I was good. going, how come there's no subtitles? Yeah. Because I was wondering yeah. if my screen was cutting it off or something. Yeah. Well, Just... I, I was watching it on uh, streaming service and I'm like, oh my God, they don't have the subtitles. What? what yeah. How could they have mm, uploaded mm. a file like this? This is ridiculous. You know, yeah. I'd go back into the DVD and I'm like, yeah. oh, actually, no, that's just how it is. Yeah. And just for Reese's benefit, that was Martin Wood. That's the voice of Martin Wood, the director. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you'll get It's to- funny because I was watching uh, Origins on Stargate Command and it, it, didn't, it had the subtitles on and I couldn't get rid of it until halfway through the episode, which is fun. What, you couldn't get rid of the episode until halfway through <laughs> the episode? <laughs> how do I get out of this? Yeah. I wish I wish I didn't watch it. Mm. The <laughs> subtitles are great too. The way it was like, oh, they spelt Nakwada the way we say Nakwada, but pronounced it uh, Nagada. And then, they yeah. went to a, and then they went to a city called Nagada that was spelt N-A-G-A-D-A, yeah. where they filmed the Na- where they mined the Nakwada, but call it Nagada and spell it Nakwada. Oh, f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just mispronounced it. Ridiculous. Oh, man, it's weeks ago. It's fine. It's fine. We can move past <laughs> it. <sighs> Did well, anyone see Tra- how long do traumas normally last? <laughs> <laughs> did anyone see Daniel's scar? Yeah, I did. That was huge. Yeah. Do you reckon that was sort of they make up that up for I think for the so. episode? Because obviously he did have appendicitis, so he would have a real appendicitis scar. Yeah. But they're not that big, are they? Well, I had an appendectomy, but it was keyhole surgery, but it wasn't Ooh. emergency key it wasn't emergency surgery, so I mean my wife was My wife. My wife has a scar, an appendix scar. And it's it's reasonably large, but she was born just in regarding communist rules Czech that are in Republic, place. Czechoslovakia. Sure, that's so. a C-section scar or something like that. Or? No, that one's just more. to get the appendix out. <laughs> <laughs> Keyhole surgery wasn't the thing in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Oh, this is two thousand. Yeah, that's right. How, how big was this scar? I missed it. I didn't see it. it was oh, it's like the, the opening shot is like yeah. Daniel's midsection shirt up, midsection oh, scar. I'm gonna like, go back. I'm gonna yeah. say like. Five, six inches long? Yeah. The scar I'm Jesus. talking about. <laughs> Hang on, let me... Yeah. Wait, I'm not sure if that's... Let me just measure. Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, about yeah. Half of mine. Is that it's what you're looking at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is double. Um, cool. What the f*** the is gear. with Tilk's goatee? Right? Did you like it? It was terrible. But how, how funny was that, though? They're like, oh, we had technical problems with the gate, so we couldn't get, we couldn't get it up and running. And that was <laughs> just... couldn't get it up. That was just for Tilk's goatee. Grew in a week. Yeah. And of course, Tilk has the caterpillar on his, uh, on his chin. Chris came back. Uh, it is CG, though. Right? The, <laughs> Chris came back at the beginning of this year with a little beard that he wanted to keep, and so we kept it until he realized how funny it looked and shaved it off himself. Because, yeah, the premise being that short of there being bleach on the planet they were stuck on, yeah, <laughs> his facial hair naturally grows platinum blonde? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe so. maybe the molten gold that they've poured into his forehead has <laughs> <laughs> changed his hair follicles. It's not a bad thought. It's not a bad thought. But, but um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was weird. That How long does that last for? Oh, I want to say like six or eight episodes, maybe. God. Yeah. It took like him a while. Seven episodes too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, it grew in a week, which is impressive. Same as Carter's hair. Carter's Her hair, hair grew out in, yeah. in a week yeah. when they were off world. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, well, a week off world without a shower as well. Like, shower, sir. I'd be happy to debrief you all after I've debriefed myself for a nice hot shower. Permission to shower granted. In fact, I insist on it, Colonel. Pat, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just thinking at that what? point, it'd be great if Tilk went, perhaps it is my pouch. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
keep that clean on an alien planet for yeah. a week. Spitting it. <laughs> <laughs> Junior's Junior's like a little plankton, just eating all the bacteria. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you didn't even tell him to get to the infernary. The infernary. 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 Go on, go and bloody burn yourself up. <laughs> well, and now, Reese, I, I guess you may. Have, oh, we did speak about it um, during Nemesis, but we're now using the Antarctic Gate. Sort of from this point, like we lost. Yeah, the, true. Yeah, we lost the Ra's Giza Gate. Yeah, in the, and it turns out it crash. has the Earth Point of Origin on it. Yeah, so <laughs> this is, I guess, the out-of-world reason being we never changed the prop, but the in-world reason now to what we talk, talked about in Season 1 about yeah. that Stargate's point of origin is everything stays the same. Whenever they still use their same stock yeah. shots of, you know, coming up to our triangle point of origin and we keep our triangle point of origin patches on our shoulders and stuff like that. But, yeah, we've lost we've lost Ra's Gate in the, in the ocean. Whether it survives or not, we don't know at this point. Oh, of course. <laughs> Atlantis. But um, but yeah, we <laughs> but yeah, you do make a good you do make a good point um during Nemesis that like we've got that one up and running, but we didn't bother about the the DHD. Yeah, so, like surely um, it'd just be sitting next to it. They send some contractors in to go pick it up, yeah. and they're like, "What's this? Does that come with it?" I'm not sure. Just nah. leave it there. Unless, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> unless Carter really stuffed it up in Antarctica, like when she was like, you know, hacking into the ice trying to get to it and fucking yeah. with it, she's just really screwed it yeah, up, hacked mm. it up. <laughs> Oh, surely they get someone to come along and have a fiddle with it. Like yeah, yeah, Carter would be the person that they get to do that. Thor they? shows yeah. up. He's like, you oh. know, the iris, you know, stays open. All the electrics are down. He just walks through. The gate shuts off, and when he wants to turn it back on again, just like does the 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 knocks thing. Just like yeah. waves his hand almost. Or he doesn't. He that, just sort of he like has a little crystal in yeah, his hand. He has you know, little yeah. half egg. Thing. Yeah, what and just it? turns it back on. I'm like, stop showing off. Like, we have to have a fucking like 1995 <laughs> Windows computer up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Gary Jones has got a job pressing the shit. He just like thinks it. Did boom. you? see Walter's face when Thor walked through. They all kind of go, and uh, O'Neill goes, it's Thor. And then they all sort of walk off, and the ho- it just holds for a second on Gary Jones, and he's just like, mouth agape, just like, whoa. <laughs> that, is that, that's the first time we would have seen... An Asgard. An Asgard. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah that's what... Because yeah, they always buzzed into the um, during, meeting um, room and yeah, shit. Yeah, during Fair Game, Thor yeah. just kind of yeah. beamed in That's and what out. confused me, because obviously they couldn't shut the iris because of the power. Lights went out. You've got how many bloody foot soldiers at the bottom of that gate an alien walks through yeah. no one says hold your fire yeah and they don't until shoot. he gets to the bottom of the ramp and then mm. and then O'Neill comes down. in and goes step down like he would have copped at least 40 bullets <laughs> yeah you'd want to yeah, you'd yeah. hope so easy you'd want to hope that someone there like knows what an Asgard is and just yeah. kind of like you know yeah maybe they have standing orders not to fire unless they're told open fire which is really dumb because sometimes it's like it takes Hammond a couple of minutes to get to the control room and the gate's already been opened yeah so and every like, time someone else walks through it he'll say over the microphone hold your fire yeah so oh yeah I don't know I just yeah. think yeah he very, should have, very, should have died lucky. a second time but, yeah, <laughs> what a, what a, I feel that Thor should have died what a, <laughs> what a dick move by the Asgard though it's like obviously Thor's the only one that likes us because he was put into a coma we saved you. They picked him up from the other planet and, and went just bailed and left SU one. They went, you guys can wait there. Yeah. It's fine for a week. Well, we don't want to show O'Neill's ship before we complete it. Yeah, <laughs> I love how protective Hammond was in that moment. Where and they just left you there. Yeah, like yeah. he's like, how dare they? He's like a parent. Yeah, yeah. And just shrugged. And I feel like yeah. they have they have time to like take a shower, get rid of the stank that they've had for the last week, and then. Uh, Thor just kind of walks through the gate. He's like, "Hey guys, yeah, yeah." It's like, no, no, it solves for leaving on the planet for a week or anything like that. Yeah. I like it how um, 
web just before they got an incoming wormhole where Thor's coming through, Hammond goes, We have no teams currently off world as he runs out of the room. Like he needs to tell the people that. <laughs> like I was just thinking I'm the only one that knows. They haven't <laughs> seen the memo. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be kind of funny if as they're crashing the the Thor's ship into the atmosphere, if like SG nine just came back from a mission. And the Stargates on, on Thor's ship. Oh. They're like, oh right, oh, yeah. f- and just just seeing them plow into the ocean. <laughs> Good old SG nine. Yeah. Or you yeah, know the ghoul just again try to send a bunch of Jafar through. <laughs> yeah, and it's like we've gotten through. They come through with like a couple of turrets and shit. Yeah. It's like twenty of them. They're like, what is that speeding towards the f-ing ocean? I wouldn't have minded if Nareem or yeah. someone came through. The Toka dude. The cat comes through. Martooth. Ah, yeah, Martooth. <laughs> Martooth. Oh, Samantha. Oh, I'm dead. Oh. Oh, my teeth hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Russians open up. They're like missile tunnel. Like, teeth just pop out. They're like, what is this? <laughs> Someone's eaten through them. The submarine. <laughs> yeah, the replicator has Martooth's teeth. <laughs> These are much more efficient. That would be Martooth's teeth are the replicator blocks. You see it all disintegrating, and you think that it's the replicator's like chewing away at the metal, and you see him just, ah, 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 just like tearing through them. The body. Yeah, that's, um, they, oh, they, oh, hey guys. Ah, ah. Oh, hello, Samantha. Just let me get through this wall. <laughs> let me just build this dam real quick. <laughs> No, there's that there's that Family Guy character that's like he's the British guy that's all oh, teeth. Oh, yeah. kind of like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we get sorry, our sorry, Jay. <laughs> we get our first look at Asgard. Yeah, the actual Asgard. Is it planet? I think they just say an Asgard planet, though, don't they? It's yeah. their home planet. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they've Othala, got a few. Wasn't it? A few no, planets. he just says an, an Asgard planet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it may does. as well be. Like, it's a beautiful utopia. It's way like, better. It's... If if Othala is their, like, home planet, this planet is way better. Yeah. Yeah, true. I never actually thought of that, that they'd have more, like, yeah, he said it. Oh, you know, all the, all my planets in the galaxy. Mm. But I never thought, like, yeah, okay, if, if humans populated Mars, then we'd have two planets. Yeah. So, like, couldn't you put a... Put a planet in the Milky Way then so you can do some shit over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, their ships can it. make it over here in 10 minutes, so why bother? Why bother, yeah. you know, getting a whole colony set up? Now, yeah. just we'll get on... away from the replicators. <laughs> up until this point, I don't know what we learn in the future. What I'm just trying to think of my, again, how having seen a lot of these episodes for so long, where does Thor rank in, in the in the Asgard hierarchy? Like, he's is, the supreme is he the supreme commander of commander. the Asgard fleet. fleet? So he's not yeah. like he's the overlord, you know... He's no, kind of like the head of the military, I would say. Yeah, yeah right. okay, well, that like, makes... Um, what do you call this? Like the Secretary of Defense or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like okay. that would be the equivalent, well, that makes I would imagine. more sense. I think he'd further... be a bit more hands-on. I think he'd be like the general of the Air Force or some shit mm. like that, mm. I would feel. Well, he's, 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 on, he's on the front line. Like, he's doing a lot of stuff by yeah. himself, too, making making contact with humans by himself. Like, when he, you know, mm. zaps down in fair game, it's like... Are you the only one on that ship? Because you only ever seem to be the only one on that ship. But further to your point before, that he must be the only one that likes SG-1. Yeah. Like, when Carter gets there and he's like, oh, this is the O'Neill. I'm like, 
Did you have to float that by a committee? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What, what's, what are the other ships called? Like, what well, was his... he's, he's the supreme commander. No, that's what I mean. Like, he's obviously he he's like, I'm going to call it the O'Neill. What's that? That it's, was it's, cool. Though. It's based off yeah, a yeah. off a human fr- of the Tari, and it's like we don't know that guy. Like, no, no, no. Trust me, he's mm, he's yeah. legit. He's good. Um, Ironically, oh, you mean the fifth race guy? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Everything. Oh, the undeserving of the knowledge. Right, 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 right. right. Yes. yes. And then, not to spoil anything for Reese, but there is another ship later down the track named after a member of like of, of SG One. Not Carter though. After all, everything Carter did in this episode, yeah. she doesn't get no ship named after her. I'm like, yeah. what? Mm. Those Asgard and misogynistic Bloody, yeah. the heard, of, heard of equity? Equality? I'm just going to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> heard of a dictionary, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just head over to the... The irony that you're talking about equality just chokes in your mouth as you talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just further, what you were saying, Mitch, I think in season five, we do see like very briefly like the Asgard High Council. And it's just like five Asgard with little crystals, necklaces, mm. yeah. sitting in a tribunal type thing. Ex-Tokra. Yeah. Is Thor around? Oh, yeah. Thor. I think there's that, there's that part there. So that's kind of the only Don't Asgard we see that any sort of higher ranking than, um, than Thor. Yeah. Mm. How hot is Carter in this episode? Oh, I was wondering how long it was going to take you guys. I forget exactly who was involved. I want to say Brendan and Matt. However long ago, when we had like a, you guys had a big tirade about her haircut. Yeah. Oh, and Reese, <laughs> yeah. and Reese, yeah. Reese had like, interject. Yeah. Like, like, oh, what do you think God. now, Reese? Yeah. Still don't give a shit. What we, what was the note there about Carter smile or something? Oh, so when they first get back, Carter says to O'Neill, "Are you still going fishing?" And he goes, "Yeah, are you still staying here?" And she goes. Yeah, I think I've had enough relaxation. And then they like smile at each other like they've just had sex uh, off for a week off world. Yeah. yeah he had a week to go. Apparently that's kind of the subtext they play up between sort of now and I think episode five or six. That definitely happened. Is, well, um, I, I, yeah, I feel that if of... that happened... Why do you they... think he wanted a shower so bad? <laughs> <laughs> you smell like sex. <laughs> Perhaps it's my pouch. Uh... <laughs> what? Oh, man. what? Anywho... What? When they were talking about... Um, yeah, sure, you betcha. Should we... They were like, oh, should we take the sub out and nuke it or whatever? I'm just like, why don't they just sink it? Why don't they just flood the flood the? Because nah, they can sub. survive. Well, that's that's the point that um, that Daniel brings up is that one replicator survived an uncontrolled re-entry on a spaceship through our, through, like, our atmosphere, survived that What about that the rest crash. of them? They'd all, but that's the whole point, is that one purple, Asga- uh, one purple replicator survived... Yeah. And created all those other replicators mm. out of the submarine, and it survived just washing, you know, bobbling about in the ocean. So if they sink that, yeah, you'll have coral replicators. Yeah, that that <laughs> one purple replicator could just do the little walk across the ocean floor like Sebastian the crab, and yeah. come up anywhere else he wants, and they're back yeah, to square one. Well, I'm thinking more because Tilk and O'Neill would have died had Thor have not come along, and as he said, that that metal. Rust. So you you fill it with water for, I suppose it'll be at the bottom of the f-ing ocean, but mm. um, you fill it with water for long enough, they'll rust up, won't be able to move, and then you just go in and take that one out. Well, no, that's that's what they're saying, though, is that in the meantime, like for how long would it have taken them to rust, that purple one could have just popped out of the yeah. submarine. Yeah, later. And it's like trying to find a crab in the bottom yeah. of the ocean. What about yeah. pressure? Yeah. You think the pressure per square inch would crush a mm. replicator? 
survived. Mm. Not not the. But that's what I mean, though. Like it's it, not it, the it, purple it, one. It survived a an uncontrolled reentry from and and a crash spaceship into the ocean. What? Why? How do they think taking it out in the middle of the ocean and blowing it up is going to do any difference? And, yeah, like, and how when a bullet can stop it? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It literally <laughs> shot its leg off, shot it in the middle, and then it just fell apart and didn't come back together. Mm. I'm confused about that, to be honest. Yeah, it's a little bit how? convenient that you yeah. know. So there's no real rule about it. It's just like. I think oh, just energy, shoot it three times with a shotgun. Energy ex- <laughs> like so the energy from an explosion and stuff like that isn't going to separate the the Kiron pathways that hold things together, but I guess the What's a Kiron? The force of a bullet <laughs> actually physically separating those blocks. Yeah. Seem to be right. enough. Although if you look at in uh the previous episode Nemesis O'Neill shoots them with a bunch of bullets. They come back together. But then they come back together yeah, again. T-1000, that's yeah. what I thought. So yeah. it was a little bit convenient this one where they go, oh, okay, well... That's why it's confusing. It's well, broke- it's kind of like... It's kind of like the Jafar. They're, when they're introduced, they're fearsome. They're these crazy warriors that take 100 bullets to take down. And mm. now you can just shoot one with the fucking mm. P- I think, P gun. I think there's only one thing we can say about it, guys. Koopa! <laughs> Smelly Poopa! <laughs> Now, given that I missed it for you, Brendan, uh, I did. Uh, I did grab this one for you this episode. Not going fishing? No, sir. <laughs> Wait. Dope. There it is. Dope. Oh, forgot my own thing there for a second. So that's, I guess, the first of this season is the um, the first Simpsons reference. So we might start taking some tallies of that one. Mm. Nice. That does get. Pr- I thought you were going to do the yes, sure, you betcha. Oh, yeah. I've got that one too. You won't oh, believe okay. it. <laughs> Both of them did it. How yeah. can we help you? Your projectile weapons proved effective in fatally damaging the replicators. Some. Your technology and strategy for destroying the Ballistner was successful. Yeah, but you guys. The Asgard have tried to stop them. You have demonstrated their weakness may be found through a less sophisticated approach. We are no longer capable of such thinking. Dumbass. Wait, you're actually saying that you need someone dumber than you Shanksy are? talking to Shanks. Yeah. You may have come to the right place. He's such a good ventriloquist. Thor, with all due respect <laughs> to your situation, we need SG-1 here. I could go, sir. I don't know, Carter. You may not be dumb enough. I think I can handle it, sir. Permission grab. We must leave immediately. Uh, take some food? Water? <laughs> nah. I'll eat Lego. I just yeah, love how maybe. Carter's first of all then there's like 20 seconds of nothing happening there where Carter's just waiting for Thor to walk up the ramp yeah which I love <laughs> but I just love that Carter was really smart there because she's just like let's see I could go and fart ass around shooting bullets on a submarine yeah or I could go with Thor to like an Asgard planet yeah. and fly yeah. around on his ship and to another galaxy badass. I think they played that down yeah absolutely oh yeah yeah that's right I forgot about that so, um, so that's why I was just like, go Carter. Yeah, yeah, man. Damn straight. I like the yellow ones. Possibly <laughs> my favourite Thor quote of all time. <laughs> that was great, eh? I like the yellow ones. And she just couldn't handle it. No. Apparently what? they did make that out of something really disgusting too. Oh, okay. To help um, Amanda Tapping. I like the yellow ones. Because <laughs> she has issues with overacting when she's acting against herself. Mm. Like in point Doesn't of she... view and yeah, when she's... She's acting oh, across ergo. from nothing. Ergo, yeah, yeah. Ergo. Apparently in um in Learning Curve, again from the wonderful uh, illustrated companion that I've been plugging for the last few weeks, in Learning Curve, when uh, she's working on the Naquita generator with um 
Marin? Yeah. It? Yeah. And it gave off the energy wave. The um the prop guys actually um set up like little vibrating things in the desk that she didn't know about. So when the <laughs> the desk actually shook and moved to give her that extra she was like, Oh, which apparently she loved. Yeah. Um I love the whole um back and forth with Carter and Thor, how she's going how she's going, What I, I know it's a stupid idea, but that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that was brilliant. Yeah, I think that is my favourite part of the episode. The whole yeah. Carter and Thor. Yeah. And and the little like you said the DOS kind of Pac-Man, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a way to save money. That's something they yeah. do in Star Trek as well when they kind of want to save money and just um, <laughs> Wait um well, where else do I like to save money? Save on, <laughs> um, on like big explosions and space battles and stuff like that, where they just kind of do it as like a, dis- a computer display like that. You can just see the little you know yeah. little chess pieces moving about. Bitch. That's sick. Yeah. That's the Spaz 12, baby. America! <laughs> I believe you got it, O'Neill. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah. Do you I really... would have put a burn on there, except the fact that O'Neill kind of goes, yeah, I think I got it. Yeah. I'm just like, if he hadn't said anything, it totally would have been a burn. Yeah. Do we think that the Russians really would have wanted American soldiers on their sub? Do you think they would have let them on? No. <laughs> yeah right yeah true like there's no way oh there's there's aliens alright the Americans want to come on okay the, like no the way the Russians weren't involved were they like it was, it was their sub, sub. Yeah, yeah but they said so they found it and they dragged the, yeah, it yeah didn't they find it because there was oh the Yanks found it yeah, yeah. the Yanks found it with, with Russians in it they were all no, dead. They were dead. They're all dead. Yeah. But and that's what Russia thought, would still know. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I thought be tracking the Davis when he's like, "Oh, we've got it here." He's like, "Let's just take it and blow it up. We don't need the Russians." And I'm like, "Man, you could start a fucking world war yeah. here. Yeah. You've you've got one of their subs, and you're going to go and blow it up. Yeah. Mm. If they find out any of the like 100 minor details about this thing, yeah. you are going to go to war with Russia. Well, yeah. this does set up a great recurring thing. Is they established very early on in this episode that. The Russians are suspicious. They didn't buy the the cover story mm. of Thor's ship crashing, mm. and it does set up from this point on where the Russians do become very present mm. in in problems for the SGC because they they're starting to you know click onto what's going on. They're like, mm, I'm not sure. Between that and like Apophis's attack a couple of years ago, they're like, mm, we can smell the bullshit. <laughs> well, what are they going to do? Obviously. I mean, I haven't seen the next episode or or so on, but the sub's still full of replicators, and I think they just blew it up in the end because the purple one was dead. Yeah, so think... they just shot it. And right. Yeah, that was... like your theory is they'll rust and yeah. fall apart. Because remember, um, at the end, Teal and O'Neill got pulled out like two seconds before. Yeah, yeah. Because the, they remember they launched torpedoes. Yeah. The, the other submarine, which I was hit. which I was getting to earlier, which was named after the one that hunted the Red October in the Hunt for Red October. We won't go there. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, so the torpedoes. Mitch, were... what do you think? Red... <laughs> Your fucking favorite movie. I have to go and watch it first. <laughs> uh, uh, wouldn't be the first movie you owned and didn't watch, mate. Oh. Um... Well, I've seen it, but don't own it, so it's, <laughs> oh, it is yeah. slightly yeah. different. Oh, breaking the pattern. He doesn't watch movies he owns. Yeah, <laughs> they're collectibles, um, mate. I own them. Yeah. Why would I watch them? <laughs> he gets he gets free movies, and then he just goes and buys for things, so he doesn't watch them. So it all balances out in the end. Yeah, so the the US submarine launched torpedoes and they were like two seconds away from hitting the sub right. when O'Neill and um, Teal got beamed out. So if they hadn't been beamed out... No, I think yeah, that, how it, convenient. It, hit, it hit the sub and he goes, direct hit. And then they got overrun and then Thor 
pull them out. Well, those torpedoes did jack shit then, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I w- it was the back of the sub. They were at they the were front, sinking. Yeah. Hmm. I love it how, quite literally, the scene where they f- they kill the replicators, five seconds later, they're at Thor's ship is above Earth and they've located where that O'Neill and Tilka <laughs> are yeah. and yeah. beamed them out. I was just like, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> he does that a lot. Did I think he- this is where I started to go, especially in the the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. His his idea is hang a lantern on it, just say it. How that was good timing. Yeah, O'Neill said it was good timing, so that's funny. Yeah. It's forgiven. But then they kind of. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of the ending, the way they just reused that shot from Fair Game, where it's just Thor's ship just pulling out of orbit and yeah. off. And it's like, well, hold on, does he not want to scan and make sure a that the replicators are all gone, b there's no wreckage that survived, like Asgard technology just yeah. floating around in the ocean. Yeah. Because there was. There, See, was, there was the seal. Yes. Remember at the end of Nemesis? Yeah. The, you think the fucking mm. toll, they go to the toll point, like, can we borrow a pen? We don't give you technology about it. Yeah. <laughs> the Asgard have got a crash ship, and, yeah. and Thor's like, See ya, bitches! <laughs> I mean, Thor, Thor didn't think to maybe scan to see if our original gate survived. Yeah. So that's, you could don't be, yeah. help us out. Could be on the bottom of the ocean. That's a great point, Mitch, that you just raised. Like, if the if you said to the time, can I borrow a pen? Oh, we don't check technology, but we have that technology. Yeah, yeah it's just not. It's just our policy. <laughs> it's we like don't share. Yeah. You're still working on primitive ball points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've, We've got laser pens. Got, we actually do three D printing. And we just like we're like you guys. We gave you sheets. That's technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we made those. You don't even know what sheets are. <laughs> I like it how uh, Major Davis says there was a report that there were. Large mechanical spiders. Mm. Now, yeah. I remember you giving legs. my son shit, <laughs> Nemesis, about calling them spiders, yet Cooper... Oh, you brought that up, mate. ...says spiders. Ooh. They're spiders. <laughs> With four legs. With four legs. Four-legged spiders. It's <laughs> a thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I don't believe it this is. This is... Um, Reese. there's another recurring thing here with Jack um, playing with magnifying glasses. You see when he was in Carter's oh, yeah. lab and he's just playing around with Hello. that? Hello. He does enjoy the old magnification. So, um... Yeah, that was a good little comic bit. He always finds a prop and just f***s around with it, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> I just rem- I just um would think of Cooper in the writer's room for the pitch for this episode. Okay, so we had bugs. Now we have techno bugs. So now, queen techno bug. <laughs> Aquatic techno bugs. <laughs> And it's on a Russian sub. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be difficult, Robert. How do you expect us to get on? Well, humanitarian missions. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Well, we're in Canada. There's a Russian yeah. sub. It all makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to be producer soon, or I am. I can't remember if I am or not yet. <laughs> Carter's going to go to a, go to like a uh, an Asgard planet. She's going to like save the planet, but we're not going to see any of the bugs that she saved. <laughs> <from the planet. laughs> And there's only going to be one PowerPoint slide of the planet. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We can only afford two shots of the O'Neill. I do like it when Carter is really excited that she killed the replicated bugs and gives Thor a hug. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Thor's like, awkward. (laughs) Yeah. We did it. It was your stupid idea, Major Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Cue, mate. (laughs) Sure was, buddy. I just (laughs) couldn't help but think when she hugged Thor. She goes, I'm sorry, are you hurt? He goes, no, but I've arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funny you say that because I couldn't find the actual interview, but apparently there's... 
There's like a behind-the-scenes interview with uh, Amanda Tapping, and she says at one point during the filming of this episode, Thor grabs her bum, <laughs> and she turns around and slaps him, and, and then goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and then realises she just apologised to a puppet. <laughs> and then apparently the, the main puppeteer, because uh, uh, Michael Shanks records all his lines later on, but the main puppeteer guy apparently is a bit is a bit blue. So apparently there's there's hours and hours of footage of Thor just like breaking a scene just by like looking down the camera and just saying something dirty or <laughs> and it's like and Martin, Martin's Martin Wood yeah. said that there's just hours and hours of footage that no one is like they're not even allowed to take it to conventions. It's so like blue. Like no, that's people why, yeah. people outside the production. Put it on this show, mate. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, that's episode 67 of Get Into Gate. Small victories. Maddie, uh, what's coming up next, mate? What's the episode called? Uh, the Other Side. On the next Stargate SG-1. We are under attack. Please help us. An SOS sends the team on a mission of mercy. These are our kindred of Earth. Making new allies. Use a couple more pilots. We'll give them access to new technology. Bro, you want their technology and you're, you're taking advantage of their situation. Yes. But an exchange of power has a price. We're about to turn the tide of a world war that we know nothing about against an enemy that we know nothing about. Choosing sides could prove devastating. Tell him we need that fuel immediately. Ending <laughs> one war. Could launch an even bigger oh, one. Go. Oh, Richard shit. Dean Anderson stars. On the next Stargate SG-1. Now, look, wow. spoiler alert, guys. I fucking love this episode. Good. I'm going to need the Box of Shame. So make sure that you guys have put some bits in the Box of Shame. <laughs> Greasy ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and any of our, any of our um, new Patreon subscribers who, who want to get involved, you can uh, put your requests in as well because I will definitely be opening the Box of Shame when we talk at the other side next week. Excellent. I mean, I, I feel like the payoff's going to be fun for us, but yeah, you know, I mean, so much extra work for us. <laughs> oh no, you got to write a sentence. Huh? <laughs> then again, we we saw your no, notes. we, we saw have your to listen to you talk about Star Trek. Of four lines, so I guess <laughs> yeah. one line is actually a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Just yeah. going to put penis in there. Like, these four lines on my notepad are an hour's worth of TV. <laughs> <laughs> all right, until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts. If you have just joined us to uh, kick off Season 4, we uh, have a bunch of other episodes up, including uh, our Stargate Origins wrap from a couple of weeks ago, a Season 3 review uh, from last week, but, uh, yeah, otherwise 66 episodes. To catch up on, check out Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on the socials if you want to uh, get in touch with us. Follow, subscribe. Uh, like us whatever it is Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and uh, as the boy said yeah we do have a uh, Patreon if you'd like to get more involved support the show but also get more involved in the show uh, have some suggestive input on the show and uh, and things like that and also some exclusive content we have available so you can uh, check out all the details up there as well myself Mitch underscore Lewis Twitter and Instagram Matty at HighPitchMatty on Instagram Brendan where are you at? at the Brendan Gibson on Twitter and Instagram and Reese. Um, at the Flying Gibson until next week for what's the episode called again? The other side. Until then! Get into geek.com.